welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some reality TV. Uh, we watched a new show. We did watch a new show. It's, a, it's an HGTV show. It counts. It just came out. It counts. It's a new show to the network. It's a new show to us. Real people are letting us into their day-to-day lives. That's reality. That's true. Folks, um, thank you for choosing us, the Reality Blows podcast, for your entertainment needs. Would you like to help us out a little bit? Well, you can do that by rating us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. You can also go to realityblowspodcast.com for all your Reality Blows needs. As a matter of fact, right there, right there on our website, you can find our Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash realityblows. Sign up for the $5 bonus tier, which is the only tier. But it is the blownest here. And you can get two bonus, oh, excuse me, two blownest episodes a month, okay? That's where me and Ashley just shoot the shit about our lives. Uh, we've been told we're a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more yeah, laid back. Yeah, the word's out, and it, it, it the word is that we open up. Not only that, for you challenge fans out there, we have been doing retro challenge recaps of Fresh Meat we're, Season 12. We're recapping Fresh Meat on the Patreon, and if you want to play a fun game... Listen to the fresh meats we have out now and try and guess which one of them I had too much tequila on. Fresh meats. Check out the fresh meats we have out now. I love that phrasage. Find I, out which one we shouldn't ha- we should have re-recorded. Absolutely. And also folks, I mean we talked about how we uh, obviously last week our epic 2 hour long camping episode. If you guys haven't checked out that from last Monday, please do. My mother gave it rave reviews. My mom did too. People love it. And by people, I do mean our mothers. We did mention that there was a second leg of that little uh, adventure we went on where we were in an Airbnb and we were kind of in the town of Wilmington a little bit more. And uh, we decided to just fuck around and throw that up on the Patreon. And that went up a couple days ago. We we kind of felt like too much time had gone by. Yeah, we recorded basically two episodes over the course of a week and then we released one and then we were waiting a week and it's just like we want to be fresh you know we want to be coming out right we want to be recording moments before we drop the podcast yes yes absolutely (laughs) we always want to feel like we are under the gun (laughs) and we are late that is where we do our best work so the airbnb episode about um, our vacation and our adventures in wilmington and specifically a ghost tour are on the patreon so if you want to hear about that Keep that shite, folks. Yeah, for reals. Uh, Ashley, you know, I'm, I'm about to crack into something that uh, I've been really cracking into for years and years, but epically this summer. You guys want to hear it? Yeah, that's right. That is a bubbly seltzer. Could you guys tell what the flavor is by the, by the pop? Could you? I'll give you a second. It's Blackberry. It's Blackberry, folks. I think that you are Blackberry obsessed. I love the bubbly Blackberry. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Nick decided to keep all of the um, seltzer boxes that his seltzers came in this summer. And then I, being the good little wife that I am, um, organized them into a wall so we could take a picture of it for social media. Okay. It's a stack of seltzer boxes. And I have to admit, that one, that flavor right there, repeated a bunch. Yes, one of the top of the summer, uh, in my opinion. I am the primary, if not the only seltzer buyer in this household, so I do get to make all of the choices. Yeah. And uh, the ones I stick with uh, recently the most is the Bubbly Blackberry and the Polar 
Tart Cherry Limeade. Would you say it's a dream of yours to one day get sponsored by Buble? Oh, well, well, no, that's Polar is my number one. Polar's you guys know Polar is my number one, which is the, char- uh, the Tart Cherry Limeade. Yeah, you just said it. But um, <laughs> yes, uh, I would. I'll take bubbly. I'll take bubbly. I'll take Waterloo. I'll take whatever. Yeah, of course. Um, but I just uh, met, wanted to mention that yes, because I took a very cool picture. Ash, would you met? Would, would you say that the I picture took was the cool? picture? Well, I was. I, was... <laughs> I, I stacked up the boxes and I took the picture. <laughs> right, you took the picture, but I am the picture. You put it up on your social media, yeah. I mean, uh, but wasn't that I so? I can't believe you. <laughs> How cool was that picture, Ash? Yeah, the picture is great. I mean, I just showed everybody. I had saved up all the boxes, as you said. But you know what? It wasn't all the boxes. It was most of the boxes. I would say the amount of boxes that I threw out this summer was more than what we actually depicted in that picture. Yeah, I would say like two-thirds of the boxes over the summer. I mean, you really have to give up seltzer soon. It can't be good for you. I just don't find this to be a good thing. Oh, no. Speaking of not a good thing, we are both kind of in like a sugar coma from earlier today. We had so many sweets. Um, Donna, Nick's mom's moved into her new place. We went over there for some tea and crumpets. Tea and crumpets, guys. And those crumpets were purchased by moi. And those crumpets came in the form of assorted Italian bakery cookies and also a bunch of cannolis. Way too many. I mean, don't leave it to Nick to get the baked goods. I'll tell you that right now. Hey, wait a minute. That was for like 12 people. So we roll into her new place with boxes overflowing of cookies and cannolis. Not just cannolis, but like double chocolate dipped cannolis. And listen, the lady, like I, I said, okay, can I get um the, the small cannolis? The big ones are out of control. You know, those are the small cannolis. That's insane. The big ones are crazy. How, so like, what, what is the big one? A burrito? I one, mean, that's yeah, like Yeah, it's a, about a size. Like, I would say it's, it's about a third of the size of what like a burrito you'd get from uh, a burrito place. Sounds delicious. I mean, it's delicious, but it's like overkill. I mean, yeah. it really is. But she got me the cannolis and uh, she asked me, she goes, um, you know, we have uh, chocolate dipped shells. And I go, uh-huh. And she goes, would you like them? I go, fuck yeah. That's what I said to <laughs> this lady. You didn't say that to that <laughs> old lady. <laughs> she was you a young that. lady. I was like this. Hey, lady, look at me, look at me, look at me. Can you hear this through my mask? Fuck yeah. So basically we're having this uh, tea crumpets um, afternoon at Donna's new place. What the fuck is a crumpet? With Nanny. It's like a, it's like a biscuit. It's like a biscuit. I think. I don't really know. Right. I right don't in. know. Right in, I don't guys. know what a crumpet is. I imagine there's jam involved. Yeah, there's probably some jam involved. So we're just over there. It's a nice day. We're learning that uh, Ralph, the dog, is causing trouble in My the new place. My mother's dog, Ralph. <laughs> a fucking dickhead. <laughs> we're learning that he's really stirring up trouble. And I don't know what it is about just like an open box of pastries, but I, I don't stop. Until they're moved away. Your mom and your grandmother, they just both nibbled a little and then they put down they were fine. You and I, we went to town on those pastries. My mother really didn't partake as much. She had she had a cannoli. She had a cannoli, but she was like, whoa, that was a lot of sugar. I saw Ashley. This is what I saw Ashley do. First of Don't all. Don't you tell I'm them. I'm going to tell them. Number one. This is what Ashley did. Like, like the table, we she had like a little coffee table out. We had some chairs set up, and there was a couch. But you know, this this the stuff was a little far away from the coffee table, and Ashley just sat crisscross applesauce in front of the pastries, and she picked up one of the cannolis, and then she put it on her plate, and she had a couple of the cookies, and I saw Ashley break off pieces of the cookie and she dipped it in the cannoli juice yeah i'm a freaking genius in the uh what do you what, what, what's in that the cream it's the like a ricotta cream. sweet 
ricotta sure. cream. I mean, I saw it and I was like, wow, that's that's pretty wonderful. You that's saw a that wonderful and you were sight. like, what a smart bitch. What a smart motherfucker she is, man. <laughs> so we ate all these cookies and then and then like an hour later, we had to go get like your basic we had to do our basic supply run, which is a uh, cat litter and seltzers and toilet paper, which is really our weekly adventure. It's how you get through in a pandemic, folks. Yeah, go get cat litter, go get seltzies. Um, you and- rub yourself down with a cat litter, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it, keeps, it keeps the COVID away. I would say, like, I don't I don't know when it hit me, but I think right when we ro- rolled into PetSmart, I was like, oh, boy, I'm not okay. And you were like, what's wrong? And I was like, ah, I had too much sugar and... I don't know if I can do this. You were like, I'm shutting down. <laughs> I'm shutting down. I did threaten. I did say that all of my vital organs were shutting down yeah, one at a time. She, she like was like, Nick, I'm going to stand here. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to stand here and shut down. I was like, Ash, we have to finish our run, our supply run. You're like, no, I'm shutting down right now. And then she just went, beep-beep. Boop, boop. Yeah, Ashley kind of, and I'll tell you, we, that was a, probably about a two and a half to three hour stretch where Ashley's eyes were just in the back of her head. <laughs> I haven't felt that bad in a while. And you know what's funny is didn't like, stop her from running around Target like a maniac. But and but I didn't. It was it was an unfocused Target run. Okay, you know when you're in Target and you don't remember what you're supposed to get because you had too much sugar two hours ago. I, I she was like, I gotta go get some stuff. We got into Target and then like I went and did our shop. I went. And got all of the real stuff and then i met up with ashley must have been 25 minutes later <laughs> she had two of the same hat in a cart they were different colors <laughs> it's like what are you doing i don't know which color to get and then i'm like wait i gotta go look at the weighted blanket one was like bright yellow and the other one was like a regular white and i was just like which one do i get and it was like, just get whatever one. I don't know which one. I was like, how much are they? It was like, Six dollars. <laughs> so you just get both. Then of course, like I'm like, okay, you get online. I, I had to go get a couple of provisions that I had forgotten. I ran up and I ran. I didn't want her to get all the way up to the line without me putting those things up. And of course, she was just standing in the middle of the aisle somewhere else, holding the hats <laughs> still. Well, first off, I like, got I'm- in line, and your ass did something else, which I makes me want to know where I. I've been waiting for this. I want to know where you went because you told me to get in line. I got in line and then it was time to go. Couldn't see you anywhere. So I started letting people ahead of me. I let like three people ahead of me. You've been gone for a good five minutes just to get some hamburger buns. And I was like, you know what? He's clearly abandoned the plan. He's off in electronics. That's when I pushed the cart back into the hat aisle and started looking at hats again. Electronics. Who I don't do you know think where I the am? heck you went electronics um i had something so important to say this is the problem with sugar oh while it was happening when my body was shutting down and i couldn't focus on anything tired so tired all of a sudden so exhausted i was like um I'll, i'll never eat sugar again I'll never eat it again. But just now you describing those cannolis, I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to have one of those after the podcast. (laughs) Ain't that the shit of it, huh? I'm going to eat a cannoli and watch Big Brother. You know why? Because I'm overweight and I'm depressed, okay? If you're a true Italian, you go like this. This is how you say it. You go, cannoli. I got a cannoli. I got a cannoli. I got a cannoli. Who got cannoli? Who brought the cannoli? Guys, would you listen to a podcast I did about food called Girl Eats Bread? Is that fun? It's just me eating carbs. 
on the pod yeah and i talk about their delicious textures and (laughs) flavor profiles while it's happening Mm, this one tastes bready before we went to target before i got hit with you know the wave of sugar despair we went to lowe's home improvement store okay have you ever been to one is that the full name home improvement store lowe's home lowe's (laughs) lowe's home improvement the television store we we got boxes because we're going to Brooklyn tomorrow. We're getting up early. We're getting in the car. We're driving to Brooklyn. We're packing our shit up. Brooklyn got very good ganolis. Nick, stop. Just <laughs> stop. Have a conversation with me, please. Listen, I myself am not doing well. I know. I, I can tell. I had to do a thousand is, things you to get know. to this part. To get to this point in my life. Today, I had to do 400. I had to cook 25 different people dinner today. You know how I know when you're not doing well in the pod? You do this. You go, folks, we got, it was a hot one. Okay, folks, make sure you turn in. Tune in. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit, I messed it up. All right. So, I yes. can just tell when you're when you're coming in a little rusty. We're a little tired. Ganoli. So, Stop. I'm not rusty, okay? I'm providing the color here, okay? I'm providing the fun. Babe, that's what I do. No, you're dry. I, uh-uh. You're like the newswoman. No, I'm full of moisture. So, yes, we are uh going to Brooklyn tomorrow and we are going to do our first round. Folks, we're going to Brooklyn tomorrow. Folks. We're going to pack everything up, and then I think we're moving here. Oh, <laughs> I hope. I think we're moving to New Jersey. I think we're moving where we've been for the past six months. Yeah. Well, yeah. six months. Come on. It's it, been three. No. March, April, May, June, July, August. That's three. Half June, of July, September. August. It's September. Three and a half. Three and a half. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you guys know this by now, but we are we have decided to give up our lease in the month of October and uh, be a full-time New Jerseyans for a couple of months until we find the perfect little place for ourselves to plop our little butts and do podcasts. And uh, in the meantime, I'm going to be helping out a little bit with the old grandma, Nanny. She's going to, uh, you know, needs a little company, needs needs somebody to go shopping for her every now and again, and she has a big old house and nobody in it, so we decided to fill some of the rooms. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, tomorrow is the day. I guess when you're listening to us. Yeah, it's happening right like now. Like, Ashley and I are, like, super stressed out right now. I like how, you, yeah, well, usually that's what's happening, yeah, but I mean, definitely will be. Yes. Um, I like how you're like, if you don't know, this is what we're doing. If you don't, if they are listening to this podcast, this is the first time they are hearing this, then this is the first time they've ever listened to us, because I feel like we've just been talking about if we're going to move, do we have the guts to move? Do you have it? Do we, are we going to be able to pull it off? Are we emotionally stable enough? I mean, are you guys moving? It seems like everything's upside down. But yeah, so um, we had to go to Lowe's and buy a whole bunch of boxes and some tubs and some tape. And then Ashley bought some bubble wrap for some reason. <laughs> She's like, I need this. I know, Nick. I was like holding the bubble wrap in the aisle and I was like, no, I really do need it. And Nick's like, what are you going to put in the bubble wrap? And I was like, you know... My vase. <laughs> just one thing. She bought uh, 70 yards of bubble wrap. I just think of my vase. But then when I got it, I was like, no, this will be good for pictures. I think that like I really honestly, and this might totally come back and bite me in the ass, but I think that us packing up and moving is going to be easier than we think it is. Because we already moved out of one room. We did. You know? And like we're scrapping pretty much the whole kitchen. 
Oh, like, yeah. not taking shit from the oh, kitchen. I'm going to set that place ablaze. I'm going to take, like, my cast iron pan, you know? Oh, no. Can't bring that. No, I'm taking that. No room for I'm that. I'm taking my cast iron pan, for sure. Um, but, like, everything else is going to go. And then it's like we're leaving, you know, all sorts of stuff. So I think it's going to be easier than we expect. I think we just got to keep it posy, get in there, clean up our shit, and get out. Well, I always dread the roll back to Brooklyn. You know what I mean? It's just like, uh, we got to deal with all that shit, all the memories, you know. Really? Of a past life. I don't know if I dread it. I get excited about it, about going back. I dread the fact that we won't have this place to return to. Yes. That's what I dread. I mean, we have only returned there maybe four times five times in the past four months so yeah you know i mean four five six months that's how long we're gonna be staying from this point on so it's like uh you know it's kind of like the same we just kind of have to do what we just did again yeah so um i'm not really dreading it really uh as far as moving i, I kind of am looking forward to the future in a bright sense love that for you but Tomorrow, I don't like the idea of moving. I don't like you. Don't it at like all. the basics. I don't like yeah. it. I'm gonna you try to very... run with what you just said, which is, hey, this might this is probably gonna be easier. I'm gonna try to run I with that. I think it will be. I think it will be. But I know from experience, you get very frustrated oh. with doing things that have I, I, to no, be done. No, just, yeah, I was gonna say, just <laughs> stop right there. Doing things, doing things that have to be done bothers you oh a great God, deal. I hate it. That's the most. That's the worst part about being me. Is... Yeah, we were like uh, cleaning out the room that we've. Um, that we're staying in right now which is donna's old room on the second floor and we were just like throwing like you know things like seltzer boxes away and stuff and trash and moving things around and going through things and i mean nick could not have been more put out by the whole experience i wasn't put out i think i had drank too much cold brew you were jacked up jacked up brother i mean i i I, i've decided uh yesterday that i have to limit my caffeine intake and i think i'm just gonna do it as as kind of a know an experiment i'm down for that i mean we're changing so much we're gonna move here we're gonna go on a um what do you call it what did i call it a plant-based uh, diet plant-based oh. diet yeah, we're gonna want a plant-based diet but let's to, give up coffee to go back to the it. coffee thing i i think the way i'm going to start is by cutting and it should be kind of easy now that it's becoming fall yeah is cutting out the cold brew i, I drink you know I've, i was drinking like at least one maybe two cold brews a day here it's like four a week. Right, 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 right. You know, but I, I am even say it's yeah, it's less. Oh, for me it's less. For you it's four oh, a week. Man, yeah, definitely. And, for me uh, it's like one a week, and I was having one to two a day in Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean that's so much caffeine. I th- I wonder if that is directly related to my decrease in anxiety since we've been here. Probably it's less cold be. Brew. Yeah, it's gotta yeah. be. Yeah, so people aren't getting stabbed to death out front of your uh, door every morning like it was in Brooklyn. Only happened once. Uh, but as far as my coffee intake here, there's some weird thing that's going on where I've, I've, I've at least, you know, when you clock something about yourself that you just kind of do and you're just like, oh my God, like, why have I been doing that? Like, yeah. That, why has that been my life? You become like aware of some sort of behavioral yeah. thing that you're like, oh, I was just doing that on autopilot. I never examined it at all. What I've been doing is I wake up in the morning, you know, I get up about 830 and I immediately have my cup of coffee. That's my, like, let's slam it down. Got to wake up cup of coffee. Let me get this this bud in my system. But that ain't it, bro, because that's just my slam it down coffee. Then I need the second coffee, like with my breakfast, to be like, no, nah, this one I enjoy. Okay, here it is. This is the one I sip on. This is the one I was looking for. And what I've been doing is since we have, like, we're living in a K-cup universe right now with the Keurig. Yeah. Is I always buy two different blends. 
And the first one is always like a medium, regular, you know, coffee blend. Yeah, you get your basic ass blend. And then you know what you get? You get a wild blend. I always get a wild blend. I was getting like a a French vanilla. I was getting a hazelnut. I had this thing called toffee nut, caramel. Now I'm doing pumpkin spice. Yeah, I don't like the flavored K-Cups, personally. I I do appreciate your, you know, your flair for... um, Flavor. Yeah, flavor and novel experiences. Yeah, I, I just want to try it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and that's how you are with Celsius. No added sugar. You know what I mean? It's just some bullshit flavor, however they get it. So I, heard, you th- I heard that it's, uh, you know, like um, some sort of the anus of some sort of animal like uh, can make like the vanilla flavoring. What are you talking about? If you look up like natural you flavors, Where if you look you up what that? natural flavors are, yeah. like natural vanilla flavoring that has no sugar in it or natural like cherry flavoring, sometimes they take like the anus of like an animal. Babe. I'll pause this it. This is insane. I'll pause First it. Off, vanilla flavor comes from vanilla bean. No. Let me show you. Let yeah. Me show <laughs> me this anus I'm flavor. Gonna... <laughs> I can't believe this I'm shit. Gonna, I'm going to pause. Hold on. I'm pausing. All right, folks, here we go. Ready? From NationalGeographic.com. Just in time for holiday cookie season, we've discovered that the vanilla flavoring in your baked goods and candy could come from the anal excretions of beavers. Come on. I'm telling you. Beaver butts secrete a goo called castorium, which the animals use to mark their territory. Um, it's generally regarded as safe. All right, this lady, Joanne Crawford, who I guess works with some wildlife place. She's a wildlife ecologist. She goes, I lift up the animal's tail and I'm like, get down there and stick your nose near its bum. People think I'm nuts. I tell them, oh, but it's beavers. It smells really good. So apparently these beavers have, they secrete this thing from their anal gland, this goo. Babe, I I see that you're reading from your phone, but... First off, how did you even find out about Somebody this? Somebody told me about this. The fragrant brown slime is about the consistency of molasses, though not quite as thick. While most anal secretions stink due to odor-producing bacteria in the gut, this chemical compound is a product of the beaver's unique diet of leaves and bark. So uh, instead of smelling icky, castorium has a musky vanilla scent, which is why food scientists like to incorporate it in their recipes. Boom! Wow. ba boom Wow. And that's kind of what's going on here. Well, I'll never drink one of those again. Well, there you go. So, so anyway, coffee, <laughs> the flavored <laughs> coffee. Yeah, I, I was getting the flavored pods for, because I was making iced coffees in the summer, and it was nice to make like an iced coffee with one of those pods. But now I'm just like pounding two hot coffees in the morning and then like running around like a crazy person just slamming drawers and fucking doors all day long. That's all I'm doing. Mm. And it's just like, what am I doing this for? Yeah. So now I'm cutting the cold brew out, and I'm going to really try to do one hot coffee in the morning and then just be like, fuck it. Now, I decided this late last night. To, I'm drinking coffee right now. It's about 7.30 p.m., <laughs> and this is my fourth. Well, it's Big Brother night. It's Big Brother. <laughs> we got to get we gotta drink or get our coffee on. It's really because of this podcast. It's because of this podcast, because Big Brother. You also have a game night at 10 because you're playing with West night. Coast people. I got a little game night at 10. So what else have we been doing? Well, thanks for asking, guys. Something that we have gotten really into, uh, maybe you're a patron, maybe you heard it on our Patreon bonus episode about the Airbnb. 
B. Nick got a Polaroid camera. Okay, he got, we went all over Wilmington, North Carolina till we finally found one. And we've been having a lot of fun as, um, you know, just two people trying to find something to do. We've been having a lot of fun taking pics. Absolutely. It's been fun kind of encroaching on one of Ashley's things that she likes to do. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of one of those people now. I like to take the pictures. Yeah, you're, I'm getting you used to being one of those people because I can tell like you're really conscious of yourself taking pictures like you're not at the point that i'm at where i'm like no who cares if anyone sees us taking a picture like you get like really like you don't want to you don't want to be seen taking a picture i get nervous you get nervous i'm embarrassed by it yeah that's you will overcome that and i will help you this stupid camera that like shoots out a physical picture it's like we're kind of fucking idiots. An idiot that likes to enjoy their <laughs> life and have fun. It so is really fun. It's fun. It's fun. I've been recommending it to everyone who doesn't have a therapist. Um, <laughs> I'm like, get a camera, get a Polaroid. So Friday night, we like took a little Polaroid event- adventure, which is something we're doing now. We're like going out into the world with the mission of taking pictures. And so we went to this um, place in New Jersey called Point Pleasant that is sort of like your classic Jersey Shore boardwalk. Yep. Like we live next to a boardwalk, but ain't shit on that boardwalk, dog. Ain't shit, but a gazebo where they do church services every once in a while. Every now and then nanny goes and people sing opera. Yes. Um, But this this boardwalk has like games, a fun house, mini golf. Um, It had a ton of rides. I think that we've talked about the time we went there with your friend. Oh, on the Six Flags episode, basically the best episode ever of Reality Blows. I don't know if you guys have listened to it. Go back and find it. Um, It was in January or December of some year. And we went to Six Flags. It's called, I'm pretty sure the title of the episode is called Fuck Six Flags. <laughs> um, and we talked about going to Point Pleasant and going on the carnival rides they have there on the boardwalk. Because we went on something that was like a pendulum and we almost died. And by almost died, I mean we just saw our life flash before our eyes. The thing was safe. But all the rides are not working. They're all shut down. But all the games are still up and running. All the snack counters are still popping. The fun house is open for some reason. God. Can so, you imagine going in there? No. You so, wanted to. I wanted to take my picture next to the giant lit up clown. And you were like, nah, the lighting's off. And I was like, he just doesn't want to get next to the door, which is fine. Which is fine. He doesn't want to go towards the entrance. It's too many people around there. It was weird me out. So we decided to have this little adventure at Point Pleasant and take pictures. And um, we had a lot of fun. We ate some Zeppelin. No, we didn't have Zeppelin's. We had fried Oreos. We had fried Oreos, folks. Was that your first fried (laughs) Oreo? I'm saying, folks. Was that your first? I think I say folks every episode. You're you're calling it out and you're making me self-conscious about my potting. Well, I think actually that I brought it to the pod. So... Was that, that was not your first fried order. No, uh-uh. I've had them at the North Carolina State Fair. Were they as fresh? No. This was wild. So anytime I've ever had fried Oreos, they're like, how many do you want? And you're like, I'll take three. And then they just pull them from a tray where they've already been fried. These were fried by the order. So you order them and then a lady like batters up these Oreos and fries them in front of your face. And I even saw her open a brand new sleeve of Oreos. Wow. Just for us. Just for us. They liked us because Nick tipped. 
Um, but we walked around. We had fun. Nick got super self-conscious about taking pics, but I'm going to break you of that, babe. I didn't get super self-conscious. We took a bunch of pictures. In the beginning, you were self-conscious. By the end, you had relaxed into it a bit. Uh, Ashley likes to like, just get up in somebody's like family vacation and take pictures like with- Yeah, the, I don't you give know, a fuck. It's like, uh, I'm not I trying mean, I don't to do want, that. I don't want people in my pictures, but I don't mind being seen taking pictures. Like, I don't mind people looking at me while I'm taking a picture, mm. But I'm not taking a picture of anyone. I, I, I am against that, taking pictures of strangers. You don't like that. I am truly against that. Yeah. And it's because I was shamed for it on the internet. I was also shamed for it on the internet. <gasps> Holy shit. We've never talked about how you we were did. shamed for it. We did. We talked about this oh. on the podcast. Yeah. Have we? Yes, I uh, with the the Insta slams. I, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to get into this again. But. Can I tell them? Oh, I think we already talked about it. I mean, very quickly, uh, uh, years and years ago, I was taking pictures of people on the subway who were eating. Because people will just have like a spaghetti dinner <laughs> on the New York subway. Like you'll be on like the F train, and a guy's got like a turkey, mashed potatoes, Listen, and folks, gravy. It's not like your, you know, your your city or your state's, you know, tr- mass transit trains it's not like amtrak where they're like coming around with a drink cart no this is like you're in a taxi with somebody and yeah. uh the next person over you is eating a fucking stromboli like uh with sauce dripping down his fucking yeah face. they're doing like tuna salad they're spreading it out on a celery stick yeah and you're just like dude put that away you're making the entire place smell like your fucking tuna salad like get it out of here so as a in a passive aggressive uh act i was taking pictures of these people who were eating this stuff, and then I was writing little blurbs about what they were eating, and I would post it to my Instagram, and I'd hashtag it InstaSlam. And, and this is right when Instagram came out. Yeah, right when Instagram came out, and I'd be like, InstaSlam, this, you know. And then i write this thing. And, uh, you know, at first it was it was kind of passive-aggressive. Then I kind of thought it was just funny, because what I was doing was I was taking pictures of then of people who were just like, you know, like eating a bagel, which yeah. is like not that big of a deal. Then or it became like a bit. Eating some M&Ms. Yeah. And it's like a guy drinking a coffee. And I'd be like, I'd write a paragraph about how disgusting it was that this guy's drinking this coffee on the train. And um, then the Daily Mail, right? Is that the one yeah, from- Yeah, that's it. Or the, was the Sun UK? It was no, some- it was Daily Mail. Daily Mail. From in the UK, which is like, they're like real like dirty rag they got going over there. It's basically the Enquirer, right? Right, yes. Um, So, uh, yeah, they wrote up like a story about like, New York street bloggers are are New York subway are, are New York subway riders the grossest people on the planet. Oh my god! And they took a bunch of my pictures and like showed them and used them as like um and they called me like a New York street blogger or something, and um they they were like look at these disgusting people and then, <laughs> and then I got, like I woke up one morning and like had like was like attacked by like 5,000 people who like had heard my, had seen my thing because they left my, you know, my Instagram handle. And then I had to put my shit on private for like a day and then it went away. But like, I don't know, two days later, I got an email or no, I got a Facebook message from somebody who was like, hi, um, I'm the disgusting uh, vegan who ate the vegan egg sandwich on the train. <laughs> It was like one of these people who I like put on my Instagram who got featured in the Daily Mail thing or whatever it was. 
uh, had fa- like their sister had like sent them <laughs> the, oh the article, and then they found me <gasps> and like wrote like a very like sarcastic, passive aggressive email towards me. Yeah, and I never responded and just blocked the person, and then just never did it again. So yeah. I, I learned my lesson. I learned is my that lesson. the most famous you've ever been? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that like um, the, is that the closest you've ever gotten to going viral? Yeah, totally. Going viral, yes. Isn't that interesting? Is that the most attention you've ever gotten, like, publicly from from the world? From this, like, the random world? Yeah. Like yeah, Because I feel like the thing I got, I've gotten the most attention for are always things I had nothing to do with. Yeah. Oh, no, I had 100% or, to I mean, do with Or, I mean, not like, not like they have anything it. to do with. I didn't realize what I was doing, I guess. Yeah, I mean... I'm trying to think of like other times in which like something weird happened and I had to like answer for it. But yeah, no, it was, that was like a definite, but here's the thing. It was like uh, happened all in like three days and then it was over. You know, I didn't have, you know, it didn't, it wasn't like perpetually, you know, I guess like a, a, a better man would have probably been like, guess who's the street blogger, Instagram, Insta slam (laughs) guy now. And then would have like catered my career to like trashing strangers. Yeah. But, um, now, I didn't do it. I wasn't smart enough. We started dating when this was happening. Like this was in our first year, and I remember you were really sort of low key about this. Like you weren't bragging about it. You weren't freaking out about it. I was scared. You, but you didn't express that to me. No, I never expressed me being afraid of things. Yeah, you were just like, yeah, this thing happened. It's weird. Anyway, I went private, and I was like, oh, okay. Like I think years later, I realized the full scope of what was going on. But at the time, you you made it sound like it was just like a tiny little thing. I needed to pretend like it wasn't going ha- happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I was get. Well, here's the thing. This is what was f- like. I, n- what I think the the real bitter part about this and folks, I don't folks, I don't care about, I really don't care about this. This is what the nice part about being like a comedian and being in like control of like your public perception. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. get to like kind of form you as a comedian, you get to like say all the things that you're afraid people are going to say about you and then like own it. Yeah. And it kind of makes you, it it can make for like a real terrible person. It really can. Sometimes you need to like be like a little self-conscious about certain things in order to like grow a little bit. Because you're like, I'd like to be, I'm afraid of people pointing these things out about my insecurities. And so I should probably overcome them and become a, but instead comedians are like, nah, I just fucking do drugs, man. I'm the drug comedian. Like, you know what I mean? And you're just like, oh, this guy's like just doing jokes. Like this is. Not necessarily happening anymore, but like when I started doing comedy, it was like guy doing jokes about like visiting prostitutes and stuff, and yeah. then like owning that and, and being like and, and be like and a normal, well, normal, but like a person who did this would like hide this thing. But this like comedians are allowed to be like, I'm the prostitute guy. Now I'm saying all that because what was going on was I was shitting on all of these people in like a sarcastic way. I was being sarcastic and like ironic, and like being silly. And all of the people who like attacked my Instagram were like, this fat slobby piece of shit is calling other people gross. How dare you? And you were like, it's a bit, it's a bit. (laughs) I'm trying to make fun of others before they can make fun of me. Hey, you're that fucking fat slob who shamed those people for eating a pretzel on the L train. Like, and so it was just a bunch of people trying to like give me my comeuppance for being like, shitty and like posting random people on the internet and making fun of them yeah so like that 
part of it. I was, it was not, like, believe me, it was nobody like being like, hey, I saw your thing. I thought this was cool. It was yeah. like, it was like, uh, I woke up to like 50 people coming at me from England. They were, cause it was like the time zones were like, right. it all happened in like three o'clock in the morning. Like, kind of like, <laughs> a t- like <laughs> attacking me. And I was like, oh shit, like spamming my pictures and shit like that. Oh my so I was God. like, oh boy. So like at the time, if we had just started dating, I probably didn't want to like draw attention to the fact that I was being like harassed on the internet for harassing other people. It was definitely not, <laughs> definitely not like the world I wanted to like you to like see me in like if we were had just started dating or whatever. Do but. you still have the link to it? I could, you could probably pull it up. It was on the internet. You I mean, should take screenshots of it. I should find it. it. I should yeah, find you it. should find it and take screenshots of it. You know, it, uh, you know, comedian or past comedian, now actor, um, Tom Sibley was also featured in this. What? Yeah, I remember he was in it because he had posted stuff about people on the subway too, Like, but it wasn't people eating. It was like people on the subway doing something else. Clipping their nails. Yeah, so I don't know what it was. I can't remember, but I do remember he was on it a little bit. Not as featured as mine because mine had like all of the, con- like, you know, mine was like crazy. That's I was trying so- to make it crazy, so. Do you think it was someone who was close to you guys who like tipped them off or something? Because it's interesting that you and Tom Sibley, who are people who are pals, who've worked together and stuff on things, were yeah. both featured in some article it must have been something but it's it's a it's a british thing so yeah, it's, it's like weird. what could it have been but we I gotta no get to idea. the bottom of it but uh yeah i wonder I'll, I'll look it up if i can find it folks i'll, I'll post it somewhere put it on our red or on our instagram i did eventually like start doing insta slams but like just doing it about my friends like i would mm. if my friends were and then i blurred i was blurring people's faces out i think i did it a little bit later like a couple years later and I blurred faces out. Didn't you blur faces out in the beginning? No, you didn't. I didn't blur anybody's Shit. face out. Dude, you just were putting faces <laughs> up. I was just taking like, <laughs> if you were like eating a bag of chips on like the Q train and I could get a photo of you and I felt like doing it, I was just taking a photo of a person eating a bag of chips. Oh my God. And then writing like, look at this fat piece. Of, and it wouldn't be a <laughs> fat person. It wouldn't be a fat person. That's the thing. I, like if you would read the, the copy, yeah. like if you read the words, yeah. you could tell either the person who was writing this was like a absolute psychopath lunatic or he was trying to be funny because it's like literally somebody yeah. eating skittles and me mean like i had to walk onto the train and smell the rainbow coming out of you know like trying to write jokes and be silly did you have comedian in your bio most likely okay. most likely that's good at least you're a te- you know tipping people off they didn't seem to think it was funny yeah, maybe it didn't translate <laughs> no. across the pond i just remember that that fucking email is like this is the v hi i'm the i'm the disgusting uh lady who was eating the vegan egg sandwich on the l train like it was like uh when i saw that like i was immediately i was like shaking i was like oh fuck <laughs> my worst nightmare <laughs> somebody found out that is hilarious so yeah anyway what was your thing there was just this girl who used to walk around Williamsburg who would coordinate like a backpack shoe hat color scheme. She had like, I guess she made her own things because she would have everything in the same color scheme. And I took a picture of her from behind one time and I like hashtagged it and tagged my friend because I had a friend who was like 
uh, kind of obsessed with seeing this person. You know how like when you move to New York, you live in Williamsburg or Bushwick, there's that period, a couple of years where there's characters you see around a lot. And then you, the more you see them, the more you feel like a character kind of. Absolutely. Um, so I like tagged my friend in it. And then someone just like wrote under the picture. They were like, how dare you like a, a stranger's um a stranger's image is not for your, not meant for your consumption. Like you shouldn't take up someone's picture, but I did just, it was just the back of them. Like it wasn't their face. So you took a picture of like somebody's like cute color. I took their outfit. outfit, Yeah. And one person that, you know, commented. It wasn't even someone I know. Some, some random person just said, like, Hey, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Did you take it down? Yeah. That's your story. (laughs) Yeah. I had a fucking nation coming out of, after me. A nation. Yeah. This anyway. is a good time to take the break. <laughs> yeah, let's take a break. We'll come right back. And uh, we're going to talk about a show we watched uh, one episode of on HDTV. So I'm sure we'll be able to milk a shit ton of time out of it. What was the name of the show? Help. I did something wrong. Help. Is no. it I did something wrong? No. Or? Let me look up in my freaking notes. Help. I wrecked my house. Help. I wrecked my house. With on the, Jasmine Roth. On the HGTV network, folks. It's a it's a hot one. Why don't you uh, sit back, relax. We'll be right back. I have opinions. Okay. Here we go, folks. We're you, back. We're back. So it's interesting. During the break, Nick said that now he's dying. So. I might be dying. <laughs> we we ate beyond, we've been eating a lot of Beyond Burgers lately, and I <laughs> ate two Beyond Burgers, and I think that's too many Beyond Burgers. We're I, a mess. You I, can't eat cannolis and two Beyond cannoli, Burgers. I got a cannoli. And you made tater tots. I what made are we, tater just pot. on vacation? <laughs> What's wrong with us? I literally just said, I made tater pots. <laughs> I feel drunk and high without any of the euphoria. Same. It's, it's just a, a slowing down and a slurring. I'm having trouble focusing my eyes on things. Is that normal? Who knows? Let's get this over with. Help, I wrecked my house. Is a new show on HGTV by a, uh, being hosted by a very pregnant Jasmine Roth. And the basic idea is that like people are all into home improvement across the nation. All these people want to be house flippers. We're all watching HGTV shows, aren't we? Well, some people think they can do it and they can't. And they started making home improvements. And what happened? They turned their house into a big old mess. A big old mess. So in steps Jasmine Roth and she goes, oh shit, look look at all this shit you really messed up. Man, you guys don't even know plumbing. <laughs> Man, you guys don't even know plumbing. <laughs> and she's like, we're going to fix it. My team we're going to come in here. We're going to fix it. Let me tell you what we're going to do. So it's kind of, it. it's parading itself. This is my problem with the show. I'll just come out and say it. I didn't like this show because it's parading itself as something it's not. The show is, in fact, just your random, it's just your just kind of regular ass HGTV home improvement show. That's what it is. It's, um, it's what's that show you love? With the people in Mississippi? Hometown. It's a hometown. It's, um, what's Joanne Gaines? I can't think, babe. Come on, put the microphone up your mouth. Answer these things. <laughs> Fixer upper. Yeah, okay, it's one of these shows. It's just we're coming in and we're changing things. I feel like the show is, why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I took notes on the show because I wanted to complain about it on the yeah, pod. let's hear it. Let's you hear can't it. just put the microphone down, okay? You can't just put the microphone down. You have to participate because I can't form... I can't hold the microphone up any longer. <laughs> My arm can't support the weight of the mic. 
here's the deal. People all across the country are, in fact, making grand attempts at home improvement. That is real. We, I believe that there is something happening in the country that led to this show being pitched specifically during a quarantine, okay? People are home and they're looking around and they're saying, I want to fix this. And then, you know, one of them is saying, well, we've been watching HGTV for 10 years. Why don't we give it a shot? You even approached me, Nick Maritato, and said you wanted to start flipping houses (laughs) like two months ago. I believe... I did. I did. I believe that this is a cultural trend. I believe that there is a reason for this show. And I think that it would have been so cool if they embraced that more. And what do I mean by that? I mean, instead of just going in there and showing us what they did wrong, like there's a hole here. This cabinet doesn't close all the way. There's a snake in my boot. There's this plumbing doesn't work. Instead of just showing us that and then being like, this is the, this is what we're going to do to fix it. This is how we're going to change it. And then just doing a home renovation show. I would have liked them to be like, this cabinet door drawer doesn't close all the way. And I'm specifically talking about the first episode because this stood out to me. I wanted the host to go, this cabinet drawer doesn't close out all the way. This happens a lot when people try and take cabinets into their own hands. We're here with Billy Bob cabinet fuckface, and he's going to tell us why. And then Billy Bob steps up and he goes, I've been doing cabinets for 20 years. What happens when amateurs try and do cabinets, they always forget to screw in this wing nut in the back, okay? And then their scale gets all off. It doesn't close all the way. And then we go, huh, that's interesting. I think I just learned something. Instead, she's like, cabinet doesn't close all the way. And then it cuts two, three weeks later and now the cabinet closes and we don't know why or what happened. You want a little bit of this old house. I want a little bit of this old house, but I also, I want this old house to come with the bigger picture of the home improvement trend. I want her to go like, yeah, people, you know what? When people take on a home improvement, um, nine times out of 10, it's the bathroom. You know, give us some statistics. You know, like uh, the kitchen's usually the first thing people do when they try and uh, remodel their house. Or um, a problem people make a lot when they're doing a bathroom is they don't sort of anticipate their pipeline situation. And, um, you know, 30% of houses in America have pipes that go north instead of south. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know the language or what it is because it's not my forte. It's not my, it's not, you know, my um, world of knowledge. But it is hers, and it is HGTV's. And I think that if I was the creator of this show, let's say this is my show, I'm the showrunner, I'm going to HGTV and I'm saying, listen, y'all, people all over this damn country are fixing their houses on their own, and they're fucking it up. We need to make a show for them. We need to exploit this moment and make a new TV show. I wouldn't have it just be the same old, same old fixer-upper show. I would, I would add some information in there. There's a couple of things that she taught us. We learned a cool thing about staining reclaimed wood, which is if you take vinegar and steel wool and you mix it together, it creates a, a stain that you can then rub on bare wood. I thought that was cool, but that's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for tips and tricks. I'm looking for more information about how we're all trying to change and fix our houses. I want to know the humanness behind it. I'm interested in the humanness of the error of it all. 
Now, did you mention up front? It was a good rant. I agree. I wasn't thinking of that because you didn't share that with me while we were watching. But I agree with you. I do think that that your upgrades would make it a better show, more interesting. It was le- it wasn't interesting. It is the the idea of it. Whatever sparked it to happen is cool. It's a cool concept. We should try and exploit this moment. If I was a TV producer, I would try and exploit this moment of people thinking that they can be house flippers and people thinking they can be home improvement, amateur home improvers, you know? You should you should play into that. But they played into it on the most surface level possible, which was A, a name, and B, a beginning and an end. And a beginning and an end meaning we meet a fucked up couple that screwed up their house. And then we see them at the end be like, oh, I like what you did. The big reveal. Yeah. I want to know why that cabinet didn't close. And I want to know if that happens a lot. And I want to know where the gold's at. (laughs) You know, I agree with you 100%. I do think that that was a little bit more tips um, of like, hey, since everybody's doing this now, here's the way you do that. That Background info. It would have been great. You know what? Here's a tip. Don't do your kitchen and your bathroom at the same time. Your pipeline probably can't handle it. Is that true? I don't know, but it could be, and it would have been neat if they had said that in the show. I was kind of blown away by how much this stupid-ass couple that they went to their house to fix, like how much they had done on their own. Yeah, that couple really screwed shit up. They did not, but but they did not look like a couple that was like going to renovate an entire house. No. They, they just didn't. Their whole, their whole, in the first episode, the whole story was like, we were renovating this house. It was going to be our dream house. And then we had a child and everything stopped. Yeah. That was basically it. Did you mention that the host was pregnant? I did not. The, the host maybe is, I did. The host is hella pregnant, like throughout this entire show. Which and Nick found distracting. It was distracting. He was like flinging around these power tools and shit. And I'm just like, get somebody else to do this, lady. Like, <laughs> for real. And by the way, when you had a sh- t- television show like On the Horizon... Like, it takes, well, I guess maybe it takes six months for a TV show to, to, to like, get going. Yeah, sounds about I right. don't know, but, like. Three to six. Maybe don't get pregnant then for your first show, lady. I mean, come on now. It's They did try to hide it from us. In the beginning, they tried to hide it, which was actually an interesting tell on how long it took to renovate this particular house. Because when she's meeting with them for the first time, they're hiding her bump. And then when you gradually see her bump grow as they're renovating. I would have been much more interested if they would have been like, guess who's pregnant? I'm the pregnant lady who fixes houses. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if that was the hook, that would be much more interesting. You wanted it called out. Please. I mean, they're just doing shots. They're putting her in a little vest and doing shots from her, like, you know, navel up. And you couldn't really tell. By the way, carrying very low. I believe that's a, a boy. I have no idea. I think that's an old wife's tale. Oh, whatever. But, um... It was just, it was distracting to not call it out. I, I, It took me, I mean, eventually she said something like halfway through the show about being pregnant. Oh, it was that little tip about uh, using the, um, yeah. getting the stain without using Vinegar actual stain. Vinegar and steel wool. Because she's trying to stay away from paint. Um, because she's pregnant. Because she's pregnant. So she has this little trick. And it was like, oh, wow, it's like three quarters of the way in the episode. You're not going to mention it before that? It's interesting. I could relax when she mentioned it. She is operating like table saws. It's crazy. With a pregnant belly. You know, she's like hammering nails in with her gut. Like, I mean, it's <laughs> uh, it was it was a wild time. But I, you know, I was expecting a lot more. I, I was really was, more and too. that's why I, I DVR'd it because I thought this was going to be the one. Ash, this was going to be the new era of these shows. Not the case. 
why would they not combine like human psyche with this renovation show? Like why, why not make this more than the same? You know what I mean? Like all of these shows are like, we're renovating this. And then we just, we see it before and we check in midway and then we see it after. Why not like talk about, you know, the, the human impulse to renovate and like what you see as a contractor. It, she, surely she, if she's the host of the show, then she gets called in on these situations a lot. I assume. Does that happen a lot? I don't know. I want to know. How often are contractors getting called? You know, I'd love for her to be like, before I had a television show when I was just a contractor, you know, at least once a week we would get a phone call where someone had tried to renovate their kitchen and, and couldn't install their backsplash or whatever. We're dealing with a backsplash situation in this house. Oh, damn right we are. And did I learn anything from this couple getting a backsplash situation and that could I could apply to our situation of home improvement? No. Nothing that I learned from this show could I apply. They picked out the tile for it, for the backsplash, and it was like, okay. But then like they showed the backsplash like up already. like They kind of like cut to it being finished. And the whole time, I like the way I'm like, how did they get it all to match up like that? Like I had questions yeah. about how it was done, As and none of it was answered. We've been watching this backsplash try and get put in in the kitchen of the house we live in right now, and we know that people are struggling with electrical outlets, getting it around things. This show did it seamlessly. This show is marketing itself as a show that people who are interested in home improvement should watch. And yet it gave us no information about home improvement. What a bust. I left that show dumber than I was. Well, I don't know if I did leave it dumber, but I I did feel disappointed by it. I did feel like this had such potential and then didn't live up to it at all. I, why would you make a, an appeal to a group of people, AKA us, people who think that they can install a backsplash and be like, yeah, this is a show for you about how you mess up all the time, but then not even give us any sort of clue as to how not to mess up in the future. It's ridiculous, folks, but not as ridiculous is the fact that this show is over. I got another thing I want to say. <laughs> okay, we got to wrap it up. One time she was talking about this couple's taste. First off, this couple, bland as hell. First episode, you get Mr. and Mrs. Bland. I mean, they wouldn't even let us, they wouldn't even let the crew film them get bad news. That's the first episode of this new series. They get horrible news. I want to see that on camera. Yeah, that was weird. They were like, uh, yeah, we some terrible thing happened in their plumbing and they didn't want to be on camera talking to She was like, they were it. so upset they, would, she would, they wouldn't even let us film. Oh my God. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Get that access. Yeah, that's what we're here for. I want to see the fucking drama. Or you're in production and you go, well, we can't lead with the couple that wouldn't give us the emotional reveal, right? You go like, that's episode eight. Once we've hooked an audience. Based on the baby bump. No, I imagine they didn't. I'm sure they filmed all of these at once. They didn't like do one house at a time. I'm sure. I think they did one house a year. <laughs> no, <laughs> but there was something. One of them said, like, talking about their taste, the backsplash. They were talking about how it blended in to their their home. Then they said, it's a statement, but it's neutral. Something about that really bothered me. It's a statement, but it's neutral. Because there was no, nothing popped about the design style of this. You know, I guess at this point I'm just complaining about the show because I didn't like it. You did not like that show. 
I didn't I like did. it. But then you asked if you you asked you you said are we going to watch the next one? I wanted to watch the next one because I wanted it to redeem itself. I was hoping. I was hoping. I, I I should write them a letter, or I guess I should just make my own show. Tweet them about this. It just it really truly blows my mind that they're they are targeting an audience of people who are interested in home renovation, and then they give us no information about home renovation. They're just another flip or flop flop or flip folks thank you for listening to this show as we mentioned we do a patreon that's two blownest episodes 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 <laughs> yeah you can get more of this gold right, I, we gotta i gotta wrap it up dude i gotta wrap it up it's time for big brother we will talk to you though on a thursday over there on the patreon because we got the next two retro recaps of the challenge fresh meat season 12 make sure you're catching up with all that good stuff folks Thank you for listening to the podcast. We will talk to you next time. Bye.